Hello, good day everyone, welcome to another episode of Magic the First Pioneers Podcast. I'm Kevin Finkel, your host, and this is a podcast all about the MTG format. We keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer. I'm joined here with my co-host. Hey everybody, it's Ryan. I am the uh, cardboard samurai out of the Tokyo area of Japan. Alright, so we're nice and calm today. No uh, special guest, nothing too crazy going on. You know, a little bit of a slow period in between some set releases, which is a nice break. Uh, at least that's how I've been feeling about it. You know, that constant spoiler mm-hmm. season, it's uh, backed off for a little bit and uh, seems like a perfect time for kind of give some updates, some expectations for what is coming in the future. Mm-hmm. How do you want to introduce this topic? Because I'm kind of setting you up here, but if you want to go ahead and take it from there. You know, well, recently we did, you know, they'd recently announced that we were getting those Challenger decks um, in October and they posted the pictures. So we kind of know what uh, what themes they'll be using for the deck. We don't have the deck list yet. And, you know, there's been a lot of speculation on other podcasts as well uh, about, you know, what, what's going to be in these decks. And what I wanted to do, I wanted to talk a little bit about that, but I also wanted to take it a little bit further because we also know, you know, there was an announcement that um, Wizards will be bringing out more supplemental material uh, later this year as well. I think they said that there's going to be a jump start along with every new uh, set that's coming out. So there's going to be one for Dominaria United. And uh, there's also going to be one for the Brothers War, which they've announced. And I think those are the, the, the two other sets we have for this year. Am I correct? Yeah, and as far as I know, those are the only ones we know about. It, you know, I've seen some rumors floating around that Chandelar has been unofficially spoiled for next year. Ooh. But that's still up in the air. Uh, I also wanted to bring up... Yeah, so first of all, you'd said, you know, other podcasts already talking about the supplemental the, the uh, challenger the decks, challenger yeah. decks. I haven't had a chance to listen to any of them. I've been busy. So this will be my hot takes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to um already have your mind influenced, but yeah. I'm going to give you straight from the dirt. Uh, <laughs> first reactions to these challenger mm-hmm. decks, maybe. Uh, there's also, you know, we're going to talk a little bit. We tend to be focused mostly on Pioneer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk a little bit about what's going on in Arena, but I really don't play Arena. Mm-hmm. Mostly when we talk about it, it's in context of how soon can we get Pioneer on there. the Arena format to look more like Pioneer. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's what I think we're going to be a little bit interested in because these jump starts, the last time they did put them on Arena, they, you know, included everything in there minus a few cards, which is something we'll have to think about. But also, will we see any of these other supplemental products go right onto there? Mm-hmm. Plus, right around the corner, we should be getting some spoilers soon for the next um, anthology. What, what is it called? A historic anthology? The Pioneer. Still? I think our Explorer anthology, we're getting like, anthology? yeah, I think they said it's going to be all Explorer. So like 20 cards or something like that. So that's really good because I think that 20 cards could get us a long way towards making Explorer look more like Pioneer. Yeah. And I think, you know, I mean, um, there, there's kind of like a mambo of sorts, you know, like what cards could they put into, you know, these jumpstart sets and, you know, what cards could they put in these challenger decks? But at the same time, what cards can they put into this anthology that's not really going to be included in there? I think they I think there's definitely some some wiggle room. Um, there's enough cards that need to be printed that you could put kind of get most of them into uh, or onto arena by the end of the year. Yeah, and you know, I haven't made that a topic for today. You know, it wasn't on your uh, outline that we were talking mm-hmm. about, but I would love to kind of see like how easy would it be to make Explorer look a lot more like Pioneer. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll uh, look at that for an article and try and get something out soon. Just because I think it'd be interesting to discuss. And if you guys want to tweet me any of your ideas, 
you know, if you've got a favorite Pioneer deck and you do like playing an arena, what is like the one or two cards that really feels mm-hmm. absent, either from your deck or from decks you've yeah. run into? Because I'm just not a big arena player, so I haven't seen the Explorer format very thoroughly. I'm in maintenance mode right now. You know, I just go on to get my uh, my coins, and then that's it. I'm not, I'm not grinding. Mm. It's not worth it. It's just, it's, I want more cards. Maybe after this summer when they get those uh, that anthology out. That sounds pretty good. So why don't we start off with the first topic of the day, which is going to be about those challenger decks, um, challenger decks coming up. Yeah, so do you want to tell anyone who hasn't seen what the challenger deck themes are? Yeah, so um, I believe they said it's going to be in October, and uh, we're going to get four decks, and one deck's going to be UB Control, or sorry, Blue Black Control. It had Narset on the front, so we know mm-hmm. that's going to be in there. Uh, one Another deck's going to be Blue Red Phoenix, so we know Phoenix is going to be in there. Uh, another one is kind of like a green, red, and mid-range deck, and we know Glorybringer is going to be in there. And then the other, yes. And then the other one was Black White Humans, and I forgot the name of it. But it's the one that puts counters on everything. Luminarchus something. Uh, Aspirant. There we go. Aspirant. Yeah. So can we can we say that uh, maybe we'll get four of of each of those cards? Um, you know that's hard to say. Um, I'm not sure if that's a for sure, mm-hmm. or, you know, that's kind of the face card of the deck, and maybe we'll get a couple. Mm-hmm. I would expect, you know, Luminarch Aspirant, that seems like an easy four it's of cheap, any kind yep. of, like, black and white humans deck. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's very reasonable. Um, I think that Phoenix, cheap. we definitely should get a four of. You know, it's not guaranteed, but I'd be pretty disappointed if we didn't. That deck, you know, doesn't really function without it. Glorybringer is kind of the one where, you know, that's not a cheap card at all. Mm-hmm. Glorybringer but is super I th- cheap. No, no, it's not. Really? Oh, is it? No. I would say it's oh, like a I'm dollar. Thinking of, uh, I'm thinking of the other Red Dragon. Yeah. The, uh, the Terror one of the Peaks? Makes a treasure. No. Oh, that one. Gl- oh, yeah. Gold Span. I'm thinking of Gold Span. That got reprinted, though, didn't it? Uh, it was in the Red Green Challenger yeah. deck for Standard, but I think it still holds a uh, pretty hefty price mm-hmm. tag. Why don't I quick uh, peek yeah, that Yeah, it's probably still you, like $20. Bucks. The... Um, but yeah, I, I could see, I mean, you, you could basically get four of each of those and the podcast i did listen to i wanted to give a shout out to crew three they did a similar topic uh for for their episode 26 not 26 <laughs> wow um they were they were talking about the phoenix deck will it include four or will it include two and you're thinking you need to have all four uh, yeah i think there's no question about and, it. i i would be interested in hearing what their argument for less than four but and i think I, that, I that is the one depends card on the price that point is a definite four of i would expect after that we might see a little bit of play around with some different creatures sorry what were you saying oh yeah i'm still here uh, you, you, you cut out for a second i, I would there. say okay i, I would say that it's 100 percent that it should be four um where i would see some wiggle room is what other creatures they're going to include in that mm-hmm. list because i think that there's a variety that you know, we've seen C play in blue red. I don't think they would have Ledger Shredder being that new of a card. They mm-hmm. probably wouldn't, you know, A know that it would be fitting well in that deck, or B even have the time to plan for it, and you know, C probably wouldn't reprint something that just came out. So I would expect probably a non zero amount of thing in the ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, assuming that they are able to print double sided cards. I'm trying to remember if the last uh, one of these, the Challenger decks, had any dual cards in mm-hmm. it. I mean, like it really depends. Like, I mean, we'll talk about what we what we think needs to be in the the set aside from those. Uh, how, how could you say those main cards? There, um, they could go the route like they did with uh, the black red anvil and in, in uh, standard. You know, it had like two 
um, pathways into Den of the Bugbears, which is like 50 mm. bucks of value. And they were selling those for like 20, 25 bucks, um, those, those sets. So you'd have to buy two, but you get 50, you know, for 50 bucks, you get a full play set of each. Which was like really yeah, good. Yeah, you value. know, I think it's worth remembering that when the last Pioneer Challenger decks came out, they were, you know, all floating mm-hmm. around the range of like eighty to hundred and ten dollars, I would say. So is that what you're thinking the price point's gonna be for these two? They're gonna be about I 70 would expect to 80? so, yeah. I think that they should be Yeah, maybe even better. You know, I would expect that they should be able to take the price down on some of these reprints. Otherwise, why bother? Mm-hmm. You know, if the if on release the set the cards in the deck are only worth forty five dollars they're going to be worth 20 by the time this, the cards are out. Like, there, there's no point in yeah. that. You could just buy the whole deck for cheaper. All right. Well, um, let's talk about what cards you think are going to be in there. And then afterwards, I'd like to hear what you think the price point's going to be for them. Okay. Sound good? So let's start sure. Let's start with Phoenix since we're on that kind of right now. Um, we, we know there's going to be Phoenix in there. You said Thing in the Ice is probably going to be an include? I'm interested, you know. I would very much like it if they included Thing in the Ice and maybe the Blue-Red Pathway. That would be a nice printing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there really depends on, like I said, I don't think in the last printing that they had any double-faced cards. Mm. I know that they can have a little bit of difficulty printing double-faced cards mm-hmm. in supplemental decks. But from there, I'm kind of like, where do you go with your creatures? You know, no Ledger Shredder, I'm assuming. If you don't have Thing in the Ice... You know, you can't have flip J's. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you could run like Phoenixes plus Drakes, but that that feels a little bit awkward to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What other creatures do you think they would run? Because you know, I'd expect eight to ten creatures at the very least in that kind of deck. I mean, yeah, I, I think you know, Phoenix thing in the ice, Drakes sounds good. I mean, they could also, I don't know, they could also maybe make it a little bit like the Prowess deck, put some Sprite Dragons in there. I'm not sure if that's what. You know, that's a reasonable way to go. I think Sprite Dragon of the like prowess est esque mm-hmm. creatures uh, would probably make the most sense. Uh, other cards, I think you could also see yeah. going bigger and you know throwing a singular Niv Mizzet in there wouldn't be unreasonable mm-hmm. and is you know similar to what we've seen play in the past. But I was going to say if they don't go the uh, pathway route, if they go with the pathway route, they should just put prints all four. You should get all four. Um, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah I would that. hope so. Otherwise, I could see them maybe bring in Spire Bluff Canal, <laughs> maybe as like a one. That'd be great. One or two of Spire Bluff Canal would be excellent to see a reprint because that has gotten far too expensive. And you know, if it gets a decent number of printing, that could bring the price down to the price yeah. to the point where this deck is selling for the amount that they'd like it. To. Like if they do, um, so that could pretty reasonably do that. Like if they did like two Spire Bluff, uh, two Phoenix, and four thing in the ice and just make it so that you have to buy two two things to get a full play set but if the price point's like 50 bucks i don't know about that <laughs> if the price point's like 50 dollars or something like that you get two for 100 i think that's a steal you pretty much get all the cards you need for phoenix for 100 dollars. i don't think you're gonna have a 200 card debt you know like i said you're, you're probably gonna lose at least half of the card value yeah by the time this comes to print especially you know once they've rotated a little bit look at the current pioneer challenger decks mm-hmm. you know they're selling secondhand for far less than what uh, retail is i i think that would be too much i see no problem you know phoenix is under a ten dollar card mm-hmm. i would have no problem putting four okay. of that in there i could see like four phoenixes two spire buff canals and two pathways or something like that you know maybe steam vents as well mm-hmm. like that isn't a card that should be expensive even though but it you is. said infinity um, so is going to be printing those infinity will be printing shocks i'm not positive the rarity vents. yet yeah. 
Um, so pr- yeah, so price point though. Other than that, let's quick kind of go over what else is in that Phoenix deck because we didn't talk mm. about spells at all, and that's you know most of the deck. So I'd expect to see, um, you know, consider yes. and opt. I'd expect to see you know a slew of burn spells, probably lightning axes, uh, you know, some kind of shock variant, which is what the deck plays. Maybe fire impulse, maybe uh, probably not strangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then treasure cruise. I yeah, would expect, but maybe. I would probably not expect to see. Uh, temporal trespass mm-hmm, i'm not sure mm-hmm. that, that, that's a question there. yeah i also had one thought while we were before i lose it uh you know you mentioned sprite dragon i mentioned niv mizzet mm-hmm. i might suspect that we might not see those um just because here's something is that you know they want these decks to be good fun to play against each other mm-hmm. correct well if we know that one of the decks is going to be playing Glorybringer, maybe even four of Glorybringer, that has a clause that does four damage to a non-dragon creature. Mm-hmm. It would be very awkward for playing these head-to-head if the Phoenix deck just happened to be like more than half dragons as their creatures. I feel like that would They're be a big drakes, feels bad right? on the green-red. Uh, both the Sprite Dragon and oh, right, Niv-Mizzet are both dragons. Okay, yeah, true, yes. true. Um, um, so that, that would lead me to believe that they will probably think about that and not use sprite dragon uh but i'm still very unsure what they would include instead you know mm-hmm. brazen borrower used to be in this list I, that's not something i would expect to see them reprint again mm-hmm. but it's possible yeah yeah i mean it depends on when they looked at these lists and decided hey this is this uh going to be the list because it's not like the most updated list that you know we're looking at so like you said when they yes, yes. looked at this maybe temporal trespass wasn't even part of the list yet so that's why it's another possible. reason why it wouldn't be a uh, an include but all right. So yeah, I would hope it is maybe as a one of. Um, one last question. Yeah, you just mentioned Temporal Trespass. One last question. Is Enigmatic Incarnation going to be in this deck? Enigmatic Incarnation? Sorry, not Enigmatic Incarnation. The other EI, I always mix them uh, up. Expressive uh, Expressive no, I don't. Yes. I don't think so. I, I oh, think. Well, why not? I mean, if they just banned it and, you know. <sighs> that That's the issue is that, you know, how long ago did they develop mm-hmm. these decks versus how when did they decide that there could be banning expressive iteration yeah. you know there's say if there's six months almost a year of development cycle mm-hmm. expressive iteration i would expect to be as four of in this deck and, and that could be very difficult you know we did just see that with the standard deck had faceless haven in it I mean, when it came out that's definitely a question we should ask uh developer next time we have one on like how long yeah you know good good reminder for anyone who's listening to this and hasn't gone back through our old stuff we'll, we'll probably link it in our post mm-hmm. here but you know we did have the last time these command uh what are they not commander uh, challenger uh, decks challenger decks came out yeah we managed to get the designer from wizards to come onto our show talk a little bit about them and the design and the card choices so i'm stuff, trying to yeah. speak a little bit from that knowledge mm-hmm. as far as you know what we learned there as far as what they're designing around you know playability against each other some of the price point yeah. questions uh, just, just trying to address a bit of that. So, price point, would you say that uh, Phoenix is probably going to be the most expensive out of the four? Ooh, I think that's going to be very land-dependent. Um, we could see something, I want to say, like, the Auras deck was pretty good, but it just had really garbage lands mm-hmm. last time. Um, we may see something similar here, where this could have a lot of value in creatures and spells, and then be very weak on lands. Uh, but any of the red-blue duels are very expensive right now, just because red-blue has yeah. been... So dominant in every external uh, eternal format, so I might see this being one expensive, and hopefully it can you know hopefully it is hopefully it just you know brings down the price of getting your phoenixes, getting your blue red lands because that's what's keeping this deck from being a budget deck really. Yeah. 
Um, so what deck do you want to do next? What do you want to talk about? Uh, let's go to the green red one because you know, we were just talking about that a little bit. So yeah, we like like I said, we probably could get five glory bringers in here. Or sorry, not five, four. Sorry, not five. <laughs> you know what? Five glory bringers. Let's do it. Um, so here sorry. is what I was thinking about this green red deck is kind of similar to where I was just talking about expressive iteration. The most popular deck in Pioneer for quite a while was Winota. And mm-hmm. yes, they decided to ban Winota. They may have known for a while that they would eventually ban Winota, but clearly not that long because they had, you know, banned it in Explorer, mm-hmm. but had it said, like, oh, expected to come unbanned when Explorer becomes Pioneer. So clearly they weren't saying, like, okay, it's banned forever, it'll be banned in Pioneer 2. Mm-hmm. With that in mind, I would expect that the green red deck is going to come out and look like it should have been a gateway into Winota. Like Prosperous um, I don't think maybe. And... Yes, I don't think that they could have made a three-color Winota deck. You know, there's just too much on the mana mm-hmm. base that would have made that too expensive, too improbable to play. And also, you know, kind of limit card choice. You know, printing four Winota into something would really kind of ruin the deck for anybody else. Mm-hmm. I would expect, though, that they were saying, like, hey, you know, there's cards in this deck that we would like to make more available. We would like to make this a nice lead-in for people to buy into the format. So let's make a Winota light, you know, drop the white, let people... So so what I would expect is that this deck plus, you know, $30, $40 would have been very easy to turn into a functional competitive Winota deck. Mm. Um, so that's kind of where I'm framing it in my mind, that I'm expecting to see things like Chariot. I'm expecting to see mm-hmm. things like, yes, the Innkeeper okay. makes a lot of sense. Elves. Um, so elves, you know, they need something else we, to go over the top. We already have yeah. land where elves. Would you think they could be printing back the elvish mystic i think so you know these are a paper product so i don't think that they will go into arena Mm -hmm. which is the only place that it would matter to have that difference because i know that you know they printed land elves to tell i mean just got printed so many times in like what three or four sets but um recent pioneer sets i should say but elvish mystic we've only got that like one printing i think so just wanted to bring that up. So what other cards are we going to see? No. Yeah, so the, the, the last thing I was going to say is if we see something like a Tovalar's Huntmaster, mm-hmm. uh, I think that, to me, would be a, a big sign that they were thinking like, hey, this is going to be a human's deck. Uh, keep that in mind. Um, we'll, we'll see if that ends up being true. And again, that's another one that is a dual-sided card. Um, so maybe we don't see that. Mm. We'll end up seeing something else that's big and green or uh, so, and they're just expecting us to get Huntmaster. Other than that, though, yes, I do want us to see something else to go over the top. That's where, you know, the dragon will fit reasonably and well, Glorybringer. Mm. I would not be disappointed and I would not be surprised to see some amount of Embercleave. Mm. Makes a lot of sense in that kind of deck. So we had kind of the green-red um, standard deck, right? Yes. I think they're going to go a different route, to be honest. I mean... You think some Embercleave? Sure. I think they're going to go more mid range. If you got, if you're, if you're playing Embercleave, sorry, if you're playing um, Glorybringer, you're going to go mid range. I'm thinking what cards they're going to have in there is like Sylvan Carriated, which needs a reprint, and it's a you know good mana Ooh. creature. Um, Chandra Torch of Defiance, I think, needs a reprint. Um, she's she's playing a lot of decks, and she's already okay. There was a one of in the last challenge exactly. decks that came out. That's so hard. like you know, give it another one of or something, one or two of, probably one of. And then I think Clothis is another one from Theros uh, Beyond Death. Um, I think that's also a really Clothis good would be fantastic. That I would like to see quite a bit. So if you go with a mid range route, you could do that. You know, have enough stuff to give the devotion and you know, etc. Keep keep yourself alive. Have a lot of removal in there, etc. 
I think Chariot plays still into that yeah, well. I could definitely see that in there too. It's like I'm again. I just we're just not sure what's the cutoff point. At what point did they see? And I mean, I think we could probably include anything from last year. So I think Zendikar would, cards could be in there. I think uh, mm-hmm. the Kaldheim Cal- cards could be in there. Um, I don't know. What else do you think? Strixhaven. Strixhaven is yeah. probably in there too, maybe. Yeah, I wonder. You know, they probably wouldn't know to have Fable of the Mirror Breaker, but that would be nice to see I would to love see to see that. Back. Yeah, that, that was another card I was thinking of including, especially if you Once again, yeah. it's a dual-face card, yeah. and that could have impact on printing. Yes, and that's what we don't know. If they're, if they're going to do that, they're going to do it with a whole bunch of dual-face stuff. Yeah, hopefully. I would expect so. All right. Um, next, we got... Let's do blue-black control. I think that's a little bit more interesting. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Green-red price point. I think that's going to be kind of cheap. I think that could be 50, 60 bucks. Yeah, I think that the green-red lands aren't, you know, of the cycle the most expensive, as well as not having the enemy lands just naturally makes it a little bit cheaper. Yeah. Uh, but, okay. But, yeah, let's move on. Blue-black control. Um of course, we got, we're going to have some number of Narsets. Could be, I'm, I'm thinking at least three, if not four. Yeah, no, I'm trying to remember with the last time we had these printed, do they change rarities at all? You know, I had said when I uh, when we were looking at what we would include in a Pioneer Masters mm-hmm. set, um, I had said that Narset makes sense almost to reprint as a rare, mm. like that card feels. It always kind of didn't fit in its cycle. If you recall from that set, there was a cycle of each color had a three mana uncommon planeswalker. Mm-hmm. All of them were two generic and one color. Mm-hmm. And they re- they released Narset last and um, she was changed to being one UU instead of two U. Mm. So it was very clear that like, okay, somewhere in the cycle, they realized that this card is a bit too powerful and didn't, you know, they added an extra blue mana symbol, but that didn't fully uh, weaken just how strong that card was. So I can see that in retrospect Mm -hmm. being given a rare rarity. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I could see it if they change things. I don't know if they do for these. Yeah, I don't know if that matters or if they do that. Yeah, if they were going to do that, they do that for like a main set, I think. I don't think they do it just for like this reprint. Like, just looking at the past, um, you know, Challenger decks that they had, a lot of those cards either have the promo symbol on them or they're just, like, basic straight copies from from the the set. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think we got a couple of cards that had a different art. But, yeah, you're correct. Um, But I think, you know, I was looking at the last year's uh, sets, and the only black one, I think, was the Auras one, and it did not have any Fatal Push. So I think this deck is going to have four Fatal Push. Hopefully. I think that's pretty reasonable. You know, there is a variety of removal, but not very much of it is expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's where, you know, I think there was a little bit of disappointment when this was announced, is that, you know, blue-white control traditionally, I think, would be the much more popular version of control mm-hmm. in Pioneer. Yeah, but at the same time, and, again, some cards yes. need to be printed. <laughs> yeah, some cards need to be printed. But I, I do feel like this was a concession to like, okay, well, we don't want to put Teferi in there because that card's absurdly expensive mm-hmm. you know that that would be the fetch card of the deck and if you're not putting teferi in there then why are you playing blue white you know are you are you reprinting supreme verdict I mean, question mark uh i don't know th- that just got a reprint mm-hmm. in the double masters i don't know how expensive fatal push is in the usa but it's it's like five six dollar card here in, in japan so you know getting four of those would make it incredibly i would say it, it helps you build so many decks and if you're trying to have create like a gateway for players to kind of get into the format. I, I think having those fatal push um, 
just lets you build so many different decks and it saves you like 20 bucks so sign says it's about a three to four dollar card yeah in the u.s okay. so what else is going to be in here so what what do you think what's what's the rare going to be what are the big money cards well do you put thought season that, that's a big question i think they had one last time i could see them doing it one again yeah that's a little disappointing you know make it a card that's available if it's going to be a card that's going to be popular and i don't know what else would be too much money you know they could include a scarab guy yeah. they could include yeah. a you know whatever the win condition is going to be i would expect to be at least a somewhat expensive card because gear hulk's not that cheap mm-hmm. scarab god's not that cheap I mean, we, any yeah. of the like six mana planeswalkers they could print are not that cheap uh, uh you mean not that expensive or they're not that yeah no, I was saying if they printed like a Professor Onks or something. Um, uh, the other podcast, Crew 3, was talking about maybe having Holebreaker Horror in there. I thought that might have been a good include. Holebreaker seems like a good include. And yeah. they also were talking about Shark Typhoon. And I thought, yeah, that, that could also be another really good card. Um, you know, If we talk to Martin, I think Martin would say, yeah, just do like four Shark Typhoon or something in here. Yeah, Holebreaker Horror is not too expensive. That's about $3, $4. Um, Shark Typhoon would be a nice one. Getting that, some reprints would be great. Uh, that one also plays well with if they are going for a little bit of a graveyard theme. You know, the older versions of Blue Black Control were certainly playing things like Dig Through Time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it'll be a question of, you know, will they do Dig Through Time? Will they do, oh, what's the four-mana one that's actually way better? Uh, memory Deluge? Um, <laughs> memory Deluge, yes. Uh, you know, as well as, again, it's mostly going to be what are those big end top end because yeah. um, i think if they can fill the the curve with some cheap counter spells some cheap removal throw a couple of good lands in and you'll be at a reasonable price point they can probably save money on the lands here too you most likely will get the temples again and um i don't know it'd be nice to maybe get some i mean we're not, i don't think we're gonna get uh watery grave or you know, maybe non-zero watery grave because there's not much else. I could see some like sunken hollows or something. Mm, something. What's the one from uh, Midnight Hunt or uh, Val? Oh, because uh, maybe you those can I always have those. to look up. Yeah, because like those are so drowned expensive cemetery now. or something like that. Mm, yeah, I mean, I wish that they would have included the uh, like drowned. No, drowned catacombs, the old one. Yeah. I wish they would have included like those in the the last sets. You know, like the um, the standard ones. They had the pathways instead of, instead of like haunted ridge and stuff like that. But I think we have to get a certain number of months or weeks past the uh, the other sets being printed before we start getting that stuff. No one's buying Zendikar anymore, so they give us the pathways. You know what I mean? Maybe we'll have to wait until yeah. next year to to get more of that stuff. Yeah, blue-black pathways, watery grave. There's definitely places where they could play with the price there and make it a lot better. Uh, you know, I also wouldn't mind if we saw some good Mystic Disputes reprinted in yeah. this and or yeah. the Phoenix. Uh, you know, that's an important card. Definitely need more copies of that mm-hmm. out there. Two or three. Give me two or three of those. Yeah, easily. Um, you know, with these, I feel like we did see a lot of three and four of mm-hmm. in the sideboards. So, I, you know, if they just put four Mystic Disputes in the sideboard, that would play Mystic well, I think. Disputes? Yes. Perfect. The best Perfect. comments. Now watch, we're going to end up getting, uh, what's the blue-black discard spell that uh, surveils? Oh, thoughts. That's the... Um, thought erasure. Thought erasure, yeah. That sounds right, yeah. We'll see. Um, what about sweepers? That's, I think, another question, because you kind of want those in a control deck. And the ones in Pioneer, you know, we kind of see them floating mm-hmm. around with uh, some amount of the Shadows verdict, or we see, you know, we haven't seen Languish in a while, yeah. but that's not very good. 
I mean, I don't think you want Shadow's Verdict if you have um, Narset in there because that would hit her too. Uh, I think you'd have to probably go awkward. Extinction Event or... Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I could say Extinction Event. I could also see Languish. You know, you could, get, you could also have, like, uh, was it Yehenny's Expertise for... Yeah, none of those are expensive cards yeah. either. It, it's worth noting. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really see any need. I mean, I think they maybe just have a lot of bounce stuff in there as well. Like, the one that bounces red cards as well could be put in there. The... Um, Oh, Aether Gust. Aether Gust will probably see and include. So, yeah, there's a lot of... You can make it a really good tempo deck, I think. Uh, so... That's interesting. You know, Clothis seems like it's going to be really tough for a blue-black mm-hmm. uh, control deck to deal with if we do have that in the green-red one. So just another time we have to think about, mm-hmm. like, hmm, maybe that card might not make it if we're expecting it to see play against a lot of uh, blue-black, because that card is tough to beat yeah. if you're on a blue-black control list. So last one, you want to move on to the black-white humans? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know, Black White Humans took me a minute to be like, hmm, that's hard. weird. But at the same time, we've kind of seen every flavor of White X Humans being played recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that you can probably find a reasonable Black White Humans list. You know, I wouldn't have minded five color humans, but obviously that would have been a lot more complicated on the lands. You know, you can't have a cheap mana base, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're going to print any mana confluences for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, really do think that they should have made it a green, white X mm, humans mm, mm, just because printing collected company yeah. needs to be yeah. done. They yeah. they need to make that card not Why a didn't barrier they do to entry, white? and it is. Yeah, they should have done green white. Um, but yes, uh, again, I think this is gonna be pretty hard. I couldn't think of any main main deck cards. You know, of course we have Luminarch Aspirants. I mean, maybe Thraben Inspectors will be a four of. Um, geez, I, I don't know. I mean, Thalia reprinted again. She, she she just showed up in the mono white standard deck. Yeah, I still don't think that would be surprising to see some of her. I would expect to see the three mana lord. Uh-huh. I would expect to see what's his name, uh, the old guy, right? Uh, or, are you think, or are you thinking of he was the one guy? from Mycoria? Yeah, the Ikoria guy, General Kudro or something. Yeah, Kudro, that's correct. Yeah, I, I could definitely see him. He's he's a couple dollars. Um, Adeline, I Here, think... So I, I was going to say, we did have a 5-0 list recently um, from a cha- uh, you know from a, uh, a league. We also saw like a fourth place challenge list get a, in with White Black Humans. Mm-hmm. So if I were to here run through a quick and dirty White Black Humans list, you know, most of the cost is coming from stuff like Godless Shrine. Mm-hmm. It's coming from Mutavault, which I think would yes. actually be a reasonable reprint yes. in one of these. Um, you know, maybe like the pathway if those are in all of them. Otherwise, we'll see some like, you know, Caves of Koilos, maybe the uh, Concealed Courtyard. Mm-hmm. As far as creatures, yeah, so we talked about, you know, Thalia's Lieutenant. That seems like a great mm-hmm. one. It's a dollar card. We'll probably see it as a four of. Luminarch, I can see as a four of. Adeline isn't a terrible reprint mm-hmm. if they're willing to go that recent. Uh, Kudro makes sense. You know, he's also like a buck, buck fifty. Other than that, um, yeah, so we'll see some one-drops. We'll see, I see, like, Dire Tactics as a card mm-hmm. that the deck can play. That makes a lot of sense. Maybe we'll see some other white removal spell that needs a, a reprint. Um, you know, the only thing that would be expensive here, again, would be if they put any Thought Seizes in, if they put any Fatal Pushes in. Those are both sideboard mm. cards the deck does run. And that's, again, you know, a third of the deck price is that sideboard. What, so, yeah, say... the list I'm looking at right now, here, let me look at, like, this 5-0... 
I want to say Dire about Tactics is another card they could play that was like XL target card and it deals damage to you. Yep, yep, that's the one I said. Yeah, so I don't the, think the they'll have Fatal one. Push in this one. Yeah, I can see them not having Fatal Push. I can see them running the Pirate that takes a card from the hand instead yeah. of Thoughtseize, completely not realizing that it just does not do the same job, but <laughs> that's uh, it's a thing. Well, that you I can also see the, uh, what's the three mana? What's the um, PVDDR? Mm-hmm. PVDR. Uh, Elite Spellbinder. I can see oh, that also. Yeah, seen yeah. Uh, Brutal Cathar, maybe, if they go that. They go that. Um, yeah. Um, that might have got a That too, would be though, the right? only flip card. Hmm. Yeah, if they go for print cards, we definitely want to see the Pathways in here. Because I think we saw Concealed Courtyard in the uh, Auras version. I don't know if they had the Pathways in okay. there. I believe they might have. So, yeah, you know, if they do flip cards, I also wouldn't mind seeing Kithian reprinted. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't think a single Kithian, like, you know, like, as a one-of, a Kithian seems pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. If they do do Muta, Muta Vaults, and I think, um, you know, I think, uh, again, Crew 3 also kind of uh, said that's uh, probably what's going to carry most of the money in this uh, this uh, deck. I think they should just print a playset for, for Muta Vaults, because they're like five, six bucks, they just got reprinted, so that'd be like half the price right there. Yeah, I don't think that they would do that. Uh, you know, it's not even five, six bucks. It's you know, maybe four right now. Okay. Um, but I also think that four of Mutavault is a lot for a white black deck that's okay. going to have a lot of basics. Two, you know, they two. will have. Yeah, I think I think probably two is is a reasonable number. Um, I think a lot of the value is going to come from the sideboard. I would like to see uh, Rest in Peace show up. We that needs a reprint. I think it's like up to like twelve. I would love to see Rest in Peace. Absolutely, yeah, it's up to twelve or fourteen in Japan right now. It's kind of pricey. Now I think Portable Hole would be another good one. That's reasonable. Portable Hole would be a fine replacement if they don't want to print Something Thought Season or sorry Fatal Push in this, especially if they're putting it in the other yeah, one. Yeah, because that's like a five dollar card still in Japan. So I don't know. It's probably a lot okay. cheaper in the USA, but such is so pricey here. We just need more. Yeah, it's like half that. Yeah. All right, so that, I think that's going to be the cheapest one. We'll, you'll probably be able to find that 40 50 bucks most likely after it comes out. Okay, okay. So, uh, anything, yeah. you know, most of these lists have been pretty low to the ground as far as the stock, you know, the Black White Humans list that we've seen doing well. Can you see them running any more expensive, you know, any four-plus drops? In humans? Yeah, you know, I can't think of many right now. I'm just trying to think if they wouldn't include I mean, anything. If they did the a Planeswalker the... or something, maybe like a Gideon or yeah, or one of the Ajani's. Yeah, you could do that. The the four mana uh, Ajani that brings back a two mana uh, or less uh, creature, maybe. Hmm, hmm. I mean, maybe is that that's a Soren, isn't it? I mean, there's that too. No, but there's there was, there was also I, I want to say uh, M. What was it M15 maybe? M15, a Johnny was like, put a plus one, plus one counter on up to two creatures, I think. And then the minus two was gr- bring a creature back from the battle, f- from the graveyard to the battlefield that costs two or less. I don't know if you remember that. I'm going to have to check that one. It's not a Johnny um, I, can't I wanted to say the Johnny from M15 was the green white one, or was that one no, from that Theros? Was Theros? That was the five mana mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, steadfast. There. Here we go. A Johnny nope, twenty fifteen plus one. That was the twenty fifteen one. Is plus one to put a plus one plus one counter and vigilance first strike lifelink until end of turn. It wasn't that one. Uh, no, it's it's only plus one. It's it's plus one until end of turn and vigilance lifelink. That's first not strike it. or minus two to put a plus one plus that one counter it. on each creature and each 
and a loyalty counter. Yeah, on that's each not it. Um, it was a Johnny adversary of tyrants from M nineteen plus plus one plus one counter and up to two target creatures. Return target creature with converted mana cost two or less from a graveyard to the battlefield for the minus two and minus seven. As you can emblem, they give you a one one uh, white cat creature token with life link, which I create three at the beginning of your end step. Sorry, three one one. You know. Like, it, it's not a great card, but I do think that it would do pretty well in that deck. Uh, it would be a bomb for the challenger power level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a four and a half dollar card. I don't think that's unreasonable. Like that would be a sweet called shot if that's the one of. Yeah. <laughs> so my called shot is if they do flip cards, we'll see the Gideon, the Kithian. So you ready to take this to the next level? You know, everyone's been talking sure. about, What's the next level you know, the, the challenger decks. Let's take this a step farther. Let's talk about Dominaria. United and the Brothers War. We got two Jumpstart sets coming out. And I think let's just mix this together. What do you think could get reprinted in either the Jumpstart decks or in the actual sets? You know, so like not only mm. the Dominus, Dominaria United Jumpstarts, but also the just straight up Dominaria United. What, what, what are, what's the, what cards do you think? Okay, so he, here's the important distinction is unless if they change this and... You, okay, I would love it if they change that. Let mm-hmm. me preface it with that. But Jumpstart is not going to be Pioneer Legal. It is no, a no. supplemental product. If they change that, I would possibly... Ah, no, I, I don't think so, that would be a good thing. Like, they shouldn't be introducing stuff into... No, 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 no. They, they shouldn't. No, but like you said, we got like 10, maybe 20 cards from the last Jumpstart on Arena... That's uh, we're pioneer yes. legal. That we could go straight that, into explore. That's the important and part. That's what I'm looking is at. Is that it would add to explore stuff that's not currently in explore, but is pioneer yeah. legal. Where I was going is that if they made the jumpstart sets standard legal, mm, I, I would be okay so. with them. I don't think so. Adding stuff into pioneer. Yeah, I, I agree. That's probably not what they'll do. But it would be interesting. It would be nice because you know I've kind of complained a couple times before. Mm-hmm. You know I love ranting on this show. Uh, I'm a magic player. I love to rant. Is that Wizards doesn't print a lot of things that are important for constructed formats mm-hmm. because the formats they care most about are limited and commander. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the one I always bring up is that we never see anywhere near as many one drops as we need. Mm-hmm. Be- competitive decks need one yeah. drops. Like every single competitive deck runs one drops or, you know, one mana plays at the very least. Any kind of aggro deck needs eight to ten one drops. But Wizards doesn't print them very much because one drops are always bad in limited Mm -hmm. and one drops are almost always bad in commander. So why would they print any of them? Why would they, you know, take up space in their rare slots when it's not good in any of the two formats they care Mm -hmm. about? Jumpstart would be a nice way to build something that looks more like a feasible or competitive deck, put one drops in it, have them be standard legal, so they're pioneer Mm -hmm. legal. Have them be at the right, you know, standard power level. I don't level. think they're going to change it from what they had before. It's going to be some kind of, it's like a chaos draft sort of thing. Something you can play out of the box, you know, just you grab, uh, what, one or two packs of what a theme. Because that's what it is, basically. You have different themes, right? And you put those together and make a deck and play. I agree, but you're forgetting one thing really important is that I'm a magic player, so I love complaining. Okay. So. I had to uh, <laughs> I had to do a little bit of it, but but yeah. Anyways, yes. So, so we are talking about Jumpstart because it's going to be legal on Arena, yes. which means that these can have pioneer yes. cards to put into Arena if they're not going to be in the Explorer yes. uh, Explorer anthology. Yes. So what what I did is I looked at cards I wanted to see on Arena 
as well as cards that maybe needed to have a reprint for the Pioneer format. Okay, I'm going to let you cover this section because I don't know what's currently legal in Arena. I'm just that much of a scrub. So why don't you tell me what you would most okay. like to see printed into Arena from Pioneer? So when I went, sorry, when I made this list, I kind of had to consider what's Dominaria United going to be about. Um, we have uh, all of the uh, areas, you know, for example, Shiv and Teleria and all these other places, uh, Ur- Urborg. Um, etc etc so i think the themes for the jumpstart set are going to kind of revolve around those types of areas you know jumara i think is another one um uh, we have all of we have goblins we have dwarves we have elves it's like all the traditional it's like your traditional magic plane basically so when i was making my my list of top 10 cards that i'd like to see either come back in Dominar United or this Jumpstart set, I was thinking along those lines. Does that make sense so far? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So with that being said, um, here's my list of cards, again, that could either be in the Jumpstart or in the actual set itself. I think we'll get an Elvish Mystic reprint 100%. If you don't see that in the in the uh, um, Challenger deck, I think we'll see some Elves back. And the Elvish Mystic is definitely yeah. one of them that needs a reprint and needs to show up on arena um, that's a great one and for me it's regardless of whether or not it's in the other thing like i said the challenger decks aren't on arena mm-hmm. so those don't matter for that um and we need more goblins uh so i thought goblin rabble master would be a great reprint um to show up in either jump starts again or in dominion united so we get that on arena as well so agree, disagree. I mean, do you want to do each one or? Yeah, I don't care too much about Rebel Master just because it doesn't really see play. Like, I don't think that putting Rebel Master on Arena makes it look more like Pioneer. But no, just keep going. Um, another one, I, I I think you know, like I said, we have a lot of powerful spells on here, a lot of spellcasters, you know, in Dominaria. So I'd have, I'd say maybe we could have like a Days Undoing, uh, and Temple Treads. Sorry, Days Undoing you already have on there, but I was thinking like also like Temporal trespass could also be reprinted here because you know with the whole you know teferi he's like a time master right he's a time reveler so we can have a lot of temporal stuff for example temporal trespass he's a time lord yeah so that <laughs> would make sense you know as one of the cards either in jump starts or i don't i don't i don't know if delve's gonna come back probably not i was gonna say are any of the maybe. delve spells on arena not right yet now? Ooh, yeah. so that's a big one. So cruise for me seems like a bigger deal. Yeah, cruise dig. I mean, you could do cruise as well, but again, I'm just thinking along the lines of Teferi Time Mage. Um, another Fair card. Enough. Hey, mm. is uh is Neoform on Arena? I think so. It's from War. Or am I thinking something different? Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I think Urbark Tomb of Yogmoth could see a reprint. I mean, I know people are like it's been reprinted in all the other legacy decks, but you know, if you want to put it in Jumpstart, why not? You know, you don't have to put it in more the main reprints. Yes. So that's something as much as possible. You know, I'd love to have that on on Arena. Um, what else? Uh, I think Cryptbreaker because you know Lillian I think is also from Dominaria. I want to say I can't remember which area, but I think zombies would be another theme maybe. And uh, Cryptbreaker is generic enough that you know wouldn't seem like it actually belongs to only um, was the, the Innistrad uh, set. Okay, okay. So you could get a lot of tribes. Yeah, you know, Jumpstart tend to be tribal based, at least some of them. So anything you want to do for zombies, for humans, mm-hmm. for 
you know, werewolves. I, I don't know what you want to do. Spirits. Actually, spirits is a great one because a lot of Innistrad is conspicuously missing from mm-hmm. Arena. Uh, that would be a great way to get a couple of the spirits in there. Yeah. And then another card that I'd like to see is Dreadbore. I think it needs to show up on. I mean, I would love to have it for my, uh, uh, my what do you call my, my Rakdos decks. But I think a number of other decks would really appreciate having uh, Dreadbore on Arena as well. It's not on there right now. That that's a trouble. Yeah, it should be on there. It's a Get it powerful spell, and that's again. I'm just I'm thinking powerful spells. We have a lot of strong mages on Dominaria. The rest of my cards, I think, are more along the lines of they're already on arena but i'd I'd like to see reprints of them just to you know put more into the the format and paper um to kind of address some issues uh and again you don't want to like reprint these in the main set but mox amber i think that showed up in the original dominaria set and maybe we could see that in the jump starts um you'd probably need a, a few more legendaries though and they could do that you know with some legendary goblins or legendary elves or whatever that sounds pretty good to me yeah. uh i'd like to see elder gargaroth you know big stupid green creatures uh it's like 20 bucks in japan now and i just think it, i would like to see it get a reprint. i don't think any more players need to have it and maybe i was thinking like maybe dreadhorde arcanist as well just because uh you know if we're playing a lot of spells uh we need to get a lot of spells back we want to kind of you know, um, I mean, at least for Jumpstart, if we're doing like the theme of spells and stuff like that, I'd, I'd like Spell to Slinger or some kind of thing like that. Yeah, that hasn't been a deck in a little while, but I think it definitely could be if it was on uh, Explorer. Oh, yeah, Arcanist, I'd like to see it come back. Um, I mean, just, just more, more, see more printings because it's so, it's seeing play in a lot of different stuff, you know, for example, like Heroic, uh, etc. Um, so that's, that's my Dominary United, uh, Jumpstart slash, um, real set. Uh, reprints Brothers War. So, Brothers War, what do you when you think of Brothers War, what, what do you think of? What, what's what, what do you think the themes are going to be? You know, I think artifacts, mm-hmm. I think Mishra and Urza stuff, um, maybe sagas, uh, probably not. I don't know, it depends on do you care about history when we're already in history, Vorthos type stuff, yeah, maybe re, yeah, I would expect a lot of legends is where I would, I would expect is you know, a lot of legends, a lot of artifacts, uh, both those things, Phasing. you know, historical would be a nice, uh, mechanic to historic? bring back. historic, okay. okay, yeah, um, so yeah, I, I kind of went the same way, but I feel like I only think of like blue, I would, I would think it's going to either mm. be artifacts and artifacts hate. If that makes okay. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, I, you know, I would also love to see some of the creature types of Dominaria featured a little bit more in those couple of sets. You know, I would love to see things like Merfolk come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been kind of conspicuous, conspicuously absent for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing something like Flimtunkavu was one card that I was looking at when I was, you, you wanted me to write a list. Oh, and Jumpstart. I said, ooh, yeah. Flimtunkavu would be fun. Yeah. No, I'm saying actually in the, uh, Dominaria United. In the actual set. Okay. Yeah, Dominaria. Yeah. Flimtunkavu would be a, a hoot. You know, that card I think has gotten dated to the point where, you know, it's not a bomb anymore. Mm. It might not see play anymore. Uh, I would still be a lot of fun and I would love to have it alongside Fable of the Mirror Breaker because that seems like a fun combination. Do you think uh, Teferi should be reprinted in the five mana Teferi from Dominaria? Ooh. Or they haven't um, done that sort of thing I in a think... long time, right? With like just like a straight reprint. Got yeah, no, they've gotten real bad at that. Um I don't think it would because 
is he the hero of Dominaria anymore? No. <laughs> you know, at that point in time, he, you know, at that point in time, he's not even alive, is he? You know, he, he was a student in Teleria. Well, Dominaria United's currently, to... right? Oh, okay. I'm not sure. I know that one of them is definitely set. You know, the Brothers War is going to be set in the, the Brothers War era. Yeah. I don't know about Dominaria United. Mm-hmm. Um, if that one's current, then maybe he could be. That, that'd be cool. Uh, I don't know if they were doing a reprint. What set is replacing the core set for this year? Because maybe that matters. But it's neither of these. So forget yeah. me. Forget everything. No, I mean, it should have come out already, right? Yeah, you'd think so. I mean, I think they, well, they had yeah, the so double. We didn't have one this year. I think the it was feature, the, uh, right? Yeah, something like That's that. That's probably what replaced it this year. I mean, we didn't really get a lot of good stuff. Um, but anyway, so Brothers were, I think, you know, you called it correctly on uh, all the, the themes. So I'm thinking Artifacts. Um, I'm thinking, you know, Artifact Hate, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Damping Sphere needs a reprint just because Ooh, okay. uh, that's more of like a paper thing. It's like 6 $7 now in Japan for the, the price. And um, I think, again, Portable Hole, if they're not going to include it in the other thing, I think, you know, it's Artifacts and it's it's uh, Hate, whatever. Again, this could show up in the, the Jumpstart, or this could show up in the, the actual set itself. Uh, maybe cr- reprint Karn, the Great Creator, in Jumpstart. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, maybe. Is that on... Or maybe... Uh, expo- I'm assuming that's not on Explorer. No, wait, you said War it, is, yeah, create. Yeah, Karn's on there. It's, so far, those are all on oh, there. Okay. Um, but I'm just saying, like, if you're going to have those things, Nixos. they could definitely see a reprint for paper. Okay, okay, yeah, reprint of paper would also be great. Um, so you had, yeah, so the question you kind of asked me, you know, you're talking mostly about reprints of cards that are in Pioneer. Mm. You had said, like, hey, what reprints do you want to see in the two Dominaria sets? And I kind of thought, oh, okay, what are cards that exist that aren't in Pioneer that I would like to see reprinted mm-hmm. into Pioneer that are Dominaria-themed? So yeah. that, that's where I yeah, went. That's... I feel like we're not quite on the same page. I mean, here. I was trying to think the Can same. Can I bring yeah. up that topic? I was actually hoping you would do a couple more Dominaria-themed things as well. Okay. Um, how do you feel about Urzalands? Oh, yeah. Like, the bro- <laughs> like you know, it's been a long War, time since we've been... Yeah, probably for Brothers War. You know... We haven't been back on Dominaria in a while. Um, what would the Tronlands do to Pioneer? Do you think that they would be a problem? I mean, do we have the ability to grab them all quickly? I mean, we have Sylvan Scrying. No, not re- Yeah, we have Sylvan Scrying. We've got Golos at five, Hour of Promise at five. Mm. Um, I don't think we have any of the cheap ways to find them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think it could be fine. <laughs> and if not if not power plant you know power plant tower and mine i would not mind i would very much like to see another land with the urza's subtype just because i think that those are cool and we don't currently really have much that cares about mm-hmm. them so it'd be cool to see something that's like hey search a library for an urza's land or something like that mm. yeah i could see that reprint for for uh Dominar united or brothers War, either or just ruin modern and give you a fetch land that finds any Urza's land. There you go. <laughs> ruin everything. Yeah, it, uh, Brothers War yeah. was a little bit more difficult, I think, for for reprints. I, I I chose a lot of cards that I thought would fit the the theme of the deck, but also were kind of pricey that needed to see a reprint. Not so much cards. I mean, like when I was going through Dominant United uh, cards that could show up in Jumpstart, I was looking at all of the old 
M13, sorry, M14 and M15 and like M20 and M19, all of those cards in Dominaria, Origins. I was looking at all those cards that kind of already shared, um, how could I say, that ability. In Brothers War, I kind of think like, I'm thinking more like Kal- Kaladesh uh, sort of things and also like other, you know, how could I say, uh, yeah. Artifact theme. Type yep. Sets. So I'm zero percent on the same page because I was looking at, like I said, I was looking at more. Um, do you want me to go through yeah, what I got for what I was looking at? As like, you know, I was going through old cards, seeing like, hey, what would be cool if they reprinted it into Pioneer? Um, one thing I looked at is like the Academy Ruins cycle. So like Academy Ruins, Volrath Stronghold, they're all like legendary lands mm-hmm. that tap for one, or you can pay an amount, and like the blue one f- puts an artifact in the graveyard on top of your library. The black one's a creature. Um, I think that's a full cycle. I don't fully remember. Mm-hmm. Um, even if not those, I think that something referencing those would be cool. You know, reference stuff like the Tolarian Academy would be great to see. Uh, back when we're going to have Brothers War, where it should have been more or less in its prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, Marari's Wake is a cool uh-huh. card that I wouldn't hate seeing. Um, Ankh of Mishra. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about that before. I would love to see. You know, that's probably too strong as well. But I'm also like, that would be a cool card to see showing up. Uh, something Yogmoth. Uh, yeah, I said Urza's Land already. That's kind of what I had. I just was uh, looking at some old stuff that might be on theme that would make sense to be reprinted. Could we see some Phyrexian stuff in Brothers War? That's a good question. I don't know my history well enough mm. to uh, to give you I the was, exact answer. I was on actually that. hoping you you were a big Vorthos guy on that, but never mind. I know. I just have. I've heard the book's really good. Uh, somebody read the book, tweet out at us like, "Hey, you're forgetting." This. I've lost my faith in your Vorthos abilities. Your 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 Vorthos knowledge has let me down. See, I wasn't as big of a Vorthos person (laughs) back in the day when these sets were coming out. You know, I was a child. (laughs) All right. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about for today's episode? Otherwise, I was going to get close to wrapping this up. This is just a fun episode for today. You know, I just wanted to kind of uh, do the what if, you know, wear our tinfoil hats and, you know, make all these conspiracy theories. So. As well as drop a little bit of, you know, here's what's coming in the future is these yeah. are a bunch of sets that you can be looking forward to while we're in this nice little lull. It's nice to, uh, you know, get, give us a nice um here, update your calendars. Mm-hmm. A few months from now, you'll be talking about this and this and this. So anyways, guys, tweet us at, tweet out at us. Follow us on Twitter. That's probably the best way to stay up to date with everything we're doing. We are at MTG Pioneer. We do all kinds of Pioneer content, rehost, retweet all sorts of things. And you can also find a link there to our Discord, where if you want us to be more in touch, you can converse with us, have a great time, talk to other Pioneer players. And you guys can find me on Twitter at YoJapanHobbyist. And yeah, uh, what do you think is going to show up in these Jumpstart decks or uh, in these sets? Come into the uh, the Discord and uh, post your lists. All right, that's going to bring us to the episode. Thank you guys for listening. We are the first Pioneers podcast, and we look forward to being your go-to guide for Pioneer information online. We are the first pioneers of Vorthosing out.